Hey, thank you for tuning in the Inquisitive Minds podcast. I am your host as usual, Johnny Smith. Uh, with me today, I have a self-taught artist and photographer from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Matteo. Hey, how's it going? Ah, oh, it's going pretty good, man. How you doing today? What, what what's your mood today? Ah, uh, I'm feeling groovy. Yeah, so you are a a self-taught artist and photographer. How'd you get into the medium? We'll we'll just say how'd your early beginnings of artistry start well it all started just like when i was younger you know um drawing like painting and stuff like that you know i've always had a love for art and i can attest to that i remember you constantly doodling drawing stuff around yeah. the house yeah when like uh though we a lot of us have that i don't want to call it childish but as a as a youth have that love for doodling and art, and then it'll go away. Um, how did yours blossom? Well, actually, you know, um, and you could probably attest to it, but um, I was about to go to art school. It was uh, Kappa, and I got denied. Mm -hmm. So that, like, made me stop doing art for, like, a couple years. And I was just, like, not doing anything. And then it kind of blossomed from me just taking people's pictures. Like my friends, you know, just they need some pictures taken real quick. And they're like, oh, these are these go crazy. So okay. Like, so you just you started taking pictures. You had a little natural knack for it. Yeah. Now, I love uh, – so I have so many different interests, so mm -hmm. many things. But each thing has their own unique community that are very serious about it. That's why I like this show. Because I can branch out without having to be an expert or get lectured to. Um, did you find it difficult to actually like uh, start learning the medium with like different cameras and whatnot? How did how did that progression go? Because you said you were self-taught. Mm -hmm. That's impressive yet difficult. Yeah, it it is really difficult because like I never seen myself being a photographer just because it was like so expensive. You know, you know, cameras range from thousands of dollars. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not buying all that equipment. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, actually getting to use a camera, there's so many buttons on there. There's so much stuff you got to learn. Um, you know, just placing your subjects in, in a photo. What type you know. of camera do you use primarily? Uh, right now I have a Canon 80D. It's, um, it's a DSLR. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. <clears throat> So when when you started, like, how quickly after after you saw the first initial photos, you know, people were like, "Oh, these are pretty dope." How did it grow? I want to know how you fed uh, your creative creature. Yeah, so you know, I started taking pictures just on my phone, and you know, they start saying like, "Yeah, these are hard." So I went out, bought this little cheap camera from Walmart. It was like eighty dollars. Um bought that i didn't know how to use it at all and actually i would use it for photo shoots and i would still use my phone mm. because i didn't know how to use it and uh then i bought like this one on facebook marketplace for like i think it was like 200 dollars. i bought it for and I, it was a little easier to use it was more buttons and stuff but it was easier to use um then i just like started studying photography you know, I was. Um, now, when I, you say that, what what 
was the beginning of your journey? You crack open a book, you go on yeah. a Google search. Went to the library, bought a couple of books, you know, the basics of photography, some art books, you know, a couple of photographers, their books, watched like YouTube videos on like how to do photography mm-hmm. and really just start learning into it and, and applying what I already know about art into photography because, you know, I'm a natural artist. So I got to apply that into it, you know. Now, do you have a favorite medium? Because I know you you photographed many topics. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, do you prefer landscapes? Do you prefer uh, people? Yeah, portraits. I definitely prefer portraits. Um, Just because I can really create a mood with it. Because, you know, with people, you have emotions. Mm -hmm. So when you have a person in a photo... You can really play around with everything from the lighting of the photo to really create the mood of it. Um, Have them position their face a certain way, even their body language, to just really create the mood of the photo. As with landscape photography, it's harder because, like, you can't tell a building to, (laughs) like, pose a certain way. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so. Okay, now, like... I've seen a lot of your portraits, and it's pretty out there. Um, Thank you. Not in a bad way. Yeah. No, it's 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 unique. It's it's actually something that I don't see a lot of other people doing. It it mm-hmm. speaks to me. Um, but you just mentioned with the portraits, a lot of the uh, faces are, like, covered or distorted. Is this uh, your creative control, or is this what people have requested from you? It's definitely my creative control because – I like to give a, a real mysterious vibe mm-hmm. with my my artwork because just like that's how I am. I'm real like mysterious. And when I first came out with my photography, I would never show my face. Okay. You know, I kind of just let my work speak for me. You know, there I don't want people to know me. I want people to know my artwork at the end of the day. Okay, so, so you're working on creating the brand. Yeah. How would you describe your brand then? Like, what would you say if someone said to me, John, hey, you have this guy Mateo on. He's an artist. What is his brand? How would you want someone to describe your brand? To describe my brand? Um, it's a tricky question. Um, probably like, I don't know. I'm trying to answer that. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I, I'll give you a moment to think about it because yeah. uh, as we're doing that, I remember I asked a guy a question on here one time. And he got stumbled like that, and he goes, uh, next question. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, taking the time to think about it. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely, I mean, I can describe it with, like, how, what type of photography I do, because it's, like, moody. So I want people to know it's, like, I want people to know the emotion mm-hmm. in, in my photography, okay. if that makes sense, and if it goes along with your question. It, no, it does make sense. It's just, like, because you look like a little rock star. You know, you got the newer generation, like a, I don't want to call you like a Post Malone, but in that style. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so I, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get a feel for like, not only what you do, but also like trying to understand where you're coming from, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like uh, growing up, what age did you leave the house? Uh, 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go from there? I went to trade school. Yeah, how'd that work out, man? Not good. Not good? <laughs> Hated it. We we talked a little bit about this beforehand. Um, 
you said part of the reason that you're doing this photography is because you don't want to work for anyone else. Yeah. And we talked about, if people don't know out there, this is actually one of my little brothers. Uh, I've got a million of them, but this is one of them. And uh, we talked about it and like, uh, I don't know, working nine to five seems like a death sentence. It does. It's just so boring. Um, and I'm not shitting on anybody that's doing that. I just have something in me and I feel like you have the same thing that I want to, I'm just not satisfied with that. You know, um, so I always ask on these shows for people that are in it, for a young artist outside the, the margin mm -hmm. who hasn't taken any photos yet, who hasn't started, what advice do you have? I would say, like, be yourself. That's, like, number one. You know, just try to create your own image. You know, like, because people try to do the same stuff. So just, like, be yourself at the end of the day. It's kind of like what I do, you know. Just try to be different from everybody else. And, like, I've always been, like, a... I, I, I want to say, like, a reject. Because, like, I don't like to fit into the norm. Mm -hmm. Even with, like, the photography. Like, I want my work to be... I don't care if it's liked or not liked. You know, as long as I like it. And that, that's the same with, you know, anybody else. As long as you like it put it out there you know i'll get some i'll put some work out sometimes i'll only get like you know 60 70 likes but you know i'm like you know what i like that i don't care yeah. if anybody <laughs> yeah. else like that yeah yeah no I, I believe me i completely understand <clears throat> yeah. uh where you're coming from i don't know it's just it's a it's a rough world coming up especially being a creative um but you know what if the haters you're doing something right if you got haters. Oh, definitely. You know, do you do you have a lot of negative interactions online? How does that work for you? Oh, definitely. Um, definitely have some altercations just with some like other artists. Really? Um, Can without mentioning names cuz I don't want to drag anybody, but how, what what is an altercation with another artist like that look like? So is I, it because you were on <clears throat> territory or don't use my camera? <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like the reason behind it is because when you're doing something good and another person that's also doing good, they don't want to see you do good. Mm -hmm. Also with Pittsburgh, it's a small city, especially for the art scene. So like a lot of crossover. Yeah. They want to make it out of the city first. So they're going to make sure they make it out first and not you. So okay. I feel like that's it. I've, so I had an altercation with another photographer. They said I bit their style or, like, stole their style. But, you know, there, there's a lot of styles of photography, and nothing new is under the sun, you know. So. Yeah, I don't like uh, I don't like that attitude of I'm going to make it out first. Yeah. There's also another attitude, though, that I don't like, and it's that uh, the king of Pittsburgh type attitude. Yeah. I'm going to be the king of the city. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of people, and I'm not taking shots at anyone, but if you're calling yourself the goat or, or the king of Pittsburgh or any of that shit, you can fucking have this little town. Yeah. I don't want this fucking place. Right. But if that's your goal is to have Pittsburgh, you fucking got it. I don't want no parts. Yeah, people's ego is just, like, really high, and it's just, like, some people just need to humble themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I um, without getting too much, I agree. I agree fully. Yeah. Um, now, 
as a visual artist, does that intertwine or spill over into working with um, performing artists at all? Like, do you do video shoots and what have you? I try to stay away from it just because that's not really what I like to do. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I want to do, not what people want from me. So I try to just stick to photography. But it's also like I'm trying to make a living off of this. Mm -hmm. So if that's going to make me money, I'll get into it. So, Okay. Yeah. Now, um, you go to shows and stuff? Like uh, music shows? Obviously, COVID screwed a lot of stuff up. But do you go to stuff like that? Do you take pictures of these venues? Um, Not recently. And being that I'm like a pretty new photographer, doing it only for a couple of years, I've only been to one concert. So... Yeah, not well, really a chance. I tell you what, I'm not a concert guy myself, but this yeah. should make you feel better. Uh, my first concert I ever went to was Millie Vanilli. <laughs> the guys who were caught <laughs> lip syncing. Yeah. So, so uh, that that's that. I don't know. I just, I don't have time for all that. It seems like loud and yeah. not a fun experience. I mean, it's the same way sometimes at comedy shows, mm -hmm. but I'm involved in it, so it's different, I guess. I regret. So, like... My first concert was Tyler, the Creator. Okay. And he's one of my favorite artists right now. And uh, I regret, I didn't have a camera at the time. Mm -hmm. So I would have taken pictures. Mm. But it was also like a mosh type concert. So I also wish I didn't. So okay. if I had my camera, it probably got broke. No, that's <laughs> that's fair, man. I don't know. So what is like... What is a typical day for you if you decide, or, uh, you know what, let me back up. What is your process? My process, like, what do you mean, like, my thought process behind, like, so you, shooting? Or? So you have either a, a shoot schedule or, you know, you're going to go out and shoot some photos that day. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's your inspiration? Where do you start? Do you have an idea of a place you want to go? Do you have an, a, or is it like the look of the photo the first thing that pops up? How do you get your inspiration? I'm a really visual type of person, so I like to just, so I'll go on Google Maps, and I'll just skim through just different places in Pittsburgh, and something that catches my eye, I'll like, all right, let's go to this spot, or even just like a spot that's close to me. And whenever we go to the spot, I like to just, you know, play around with the setting. So, um, just like if, you know, like the backgrounds and maybe like if the, the model's wearing like a bright color, you know, like, all right, let's go to like a plain background. So, it's, you know, like mm. not too overpowering, you know, I just try to like work with the setting. You to do be any honest. of that, uh, urban exploring? Like go into places that are like, uh, I don't know, I guess I'll use the word abandoned or off the beaten path. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love, you know, some of my free days, I'll just go around with my camera just shooting places. And if it catches my eye, you know, I'll have it in my camera saved to like, you know, go take a picture there in the future. It seems like there's a freedom in that, man. Mm -hmm. Like just being out and like literally you can take a photo of anything. That's. That's awesome. Now, I see your photos, though, are, are edited in a very interesting flavor. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, did you start that, and is that all self-taught as well, the editing? Yeah. I try to go for, like, a dark look. 
because I'm just like a dark person. When you and say dark, you mean, can you elaborate a little more on that? Yeah, like um, my mood, just like my vibe. I like to wear like a lot of black just because like that's my feeling. Mm -hmm. I, I'd hate to like tie it along with my zodiac sign, but, <laughs> you know, a lot of Scorpios are just like dark. We have like a dark energy. You know what? That's so. one thing I don't really know too much about. And I'm trying to get someone to come on this fucking show to talk about it. All these people, if you know about Zodiacs or crystals and all that shit, come the fuck on and talk <laughs> about it. Uh, but you, do, are you into that type of stuff, the Zodiac sign and whatnot? Yeah, a, l a little bit. What, is, uh, what does a Scorpio mean? Like, outside of the dates, like, what description does it have? You know, I try not to tie it along with, like, how people act, but more they're, like, um, personality traits, you know, just like, like I said, like I'm a dark person, mm -hmm. you know, that's just like how I am. And that like goes along with like a, like a Scorpio, you know, that's okay. just like our personality, you know, some people are more chill. Like I'll notice that like just with their sign. So what, what's a chill sign? Give me a couple chill signs. Chill sign. I get along with a lot of, um, Aquariuses. Boom. <laughs> Where are we at? Water carriers. <laughs> yeah, I, I get along with Aquarius is really good. I don't get along with Tauruses. So they're, they're right. Really <laughs> right on. Like I said, that's that's not something I know enough about. But you're also a bit of a crystal guy. Eh? Yeah, well, I like crystals. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, um, I got a couple of crystals that just like mean different stuff. You know, I was saying earlier, I have a money crystal that like you know supposedly brings money to you and um i'll usually like sleep with it under my pillow or just like near my bed mm -hmm. and you know i was saying earlier like i like i had like 80 more dollars in my account that wasn't there the next day after i got that crystal <laughs> so it was it was pretty crazy you know some are just to keep away bad spirits some are to um just keep good energy. Okay. You, know. you do the whole burning the sage thing? Um, I burn sage a couple times, mainly incense. Mm -hmm. I'll just burn a lot of incense in my room. You know, I'll meditate sometimes. Now, when you, I burn incense around the house myself, but honestly, I just do that because I like the smell. Yeah. But when you said that, it led me to believe there's more of a purpose behind that. Yeah, it, it's, it's really relaxing. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I burn incense, it really, like, gives like a really relaxing mood okay yeah okay so these crystals how did you get into that man um i'm not like super big into it the but, thing um, is though I've the, the, the thing is and i hate to interrupt you mm -hmm. there's there's people that'll say that that are into crystals like i'm not huge into it there's only two types of people there's people that have crystals and people that don't yeah so even if you just bought one you're in there yeah you bought in yeah definitely so and and like I've had crystals around the house before, mm -hmm. um, more so to Kate, the late wife. I don't know what the hell they were supposed to do, but if she wanted them, whatever. But that's that's what I'm always interested in because what what made you get into crystal? How'd you how'd your foray into it start? Well, I do have to say, like a lot of my friends are spiritual, or you know, just into stuff like that. So it's definitely influenced me to get more into it. You know, try to. Um, you know, I want a good vibe. Mm -hmm. so let, let me try it. So definitely just like people I hang around. Okay. That's how like I kind of got into it. You know, I always wonder about those things and I'm not shitting on anybody, 
But it's like, if they were so effective, wouldn't everybody just be walking around with a bunch of rocks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, n- nothing on your personal experience, and I don't know how the crystals work, so this could just be me pulling stuff out of my ass. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I love money. I'd be walking around with a fucking pockets full. You couldn't, I'd have to tighten my belt up. I'd have so many money rocks if it worked, but like, I don't know. I just think, I think they're cool looking, but I don't know how to effectively use them. Well, I feel like it isn't just, you know, oh, I have a crystal, so that's going to solve all my problems. <laughs> I've met girls like that. Though. I've yeah. met women like that. <laughs> There's definitely people like that. Listen to this. <laughs> I was getting ready to go away for a bit in 07, and there was a woman I was with at the time, and <laughs> the day before court, she bought out a, a pendulum mm-hmm. and was asking it questions to see if I was going to get locked up. <laughs> Either she didn't know what the fuck she was doing or that thing was lying because I went immediately. <laughs> I think I did a year. The next day I went in for a year. Dang. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, maybe my personal experience with that too because I'll be honest, as a youngster, I think I was like 20. Yeah. She pulled that thing out. It's like, oh, I'm not going to prison tomorrow? Awesome. You know, wow, wow, wow. Did not work out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like big into stuff like that, like tarot cards and, you know, like the crystal ball. That's where, because from a skeptic, when I start talking about crystals, other skeptics will hear me and be like, yeah, yeah, he's one of us. And then you start talking about tarot cards and they're like, oh, no, we lost him again. Because I have 100% faith in in proper tarot card readers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some readings in the past that even like years ago mm-hmm. were uncanny. Uh, and then I've had a few within the past three, four years readings, experiences that were very fascinating. Mm-hmm. So it's like I might talk shit on crystals, but as soon as someone brings up a tarot card, I dive head first. I'm right in. But you're not into that, eh? I don't like get into it, but I'll definitely have like a tarot card reading. Like, to myself, you know, but I don't, like, do the reading. Have you ever had someone do a reading for you? No, I haven't. Okay. I'll definitely be into it, though. Honestly, at the end of the day, even if you get nothing from it, it's an entertaining experience. You know, um, one of my first episodes was with uh, Sarah Lou, who is a, she's just an amateur tarot card reader. Mm -hmm. But she did a little, you know, thing on the show. It was very fun. Um, I've done tarot cards in person with people. I don't read them. I have mine read, um, and I've also done it online, you know, via Zoom or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting, and it's like it'll it's paint a little story, you mm-hmm. know. And you can tell sometimes when someone's giving you lip service too. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, really? All those exact specific things, even my favorite brand of cigarette. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I feel like it's just you know, like people too. You get that with like going to church. Mm. You got like false prophets. Breach. You know? So it's all in like the people. You know, some people just do it just to do it. Like they're just, you know. Absolutely. Fibbing. What what really brings me into the skepticism is like uh, that John Edwards. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show he had? He was like a psychic on TV. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he'd be like, oh, somebody in the audience is a, is a man, is a J or a P. Right. And somebody's like, oh, my Uncle Paul. And they'd be like, mm, he says he loves you and bananas. They'd be like, oh, my God, he slipped down the steps. And, but, <laughs> but, like, that's easy to do, yeah. you know, as, as an act, mm-hmm. you know, not as a real medium or psychic. 
Um, honestly, I believe those exist too, mm-hmm. but I don't think he was one. Yeah. And then I, I remember trying to explain this to mom, that John Edwards was a fraud. And she was like, no. And then I did the same type of reading that he would do, but to her. Never mind the fact that I was her son and she knew me and I knew her. Mm-hmm. But, like, the stuff I said, she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, Mom, it's fake. I just did the same thing. She's like, no, I, I still believe. <laughs> she was actually very excited to see this episode. Uh, and this is probably the first episode she's watched in six months. For real? Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she always asks, she goes, what's he up to? Taking fucking photos, Mom. I don't know. She doesn't understand Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, so, I'm sorry. I cut you off with tarot cards. You're fine. You were saying something about those? Yeah, I just, you know, like I said, it's it's all in the people, you know. Some people are just fakes. And when you meditate, uh, how do you meditate? I like to put on some music, some, like, really soft music. And it's really just like a connection with yourself you know you really want to just go deep in your mind and i've done a lot over um like quarantine you just really want to dive into your mind and like really start learning stuff about yourself that you didn't know Mm -hmm. so like a big thing is and i've always been like this but like i've really came more in touch with like my feminine side okay which is like a a good thing because you know a lot of guys don't do it Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of toxic masculinity with you know what guys should and shouldn't do you know guys should only do construction and stuff like that Uh, yeah you know and so that was a big thing for me you know and it 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 makes you feel more free it does no it it absolutely does i uh had this conversation with quite a few people and uh during the quarantine, the pandemic, a lot of people were forced to face themselves, mm-hmm. sometimes for the first time yeah, ever, forced to look into who they are as a person, and a lot of people didn't like what they saw. Yeah. A lot of people struggled with who they were on the inside, no. and I hope uh, they took this time to grow, learn, mm-hmm. heal a little bit. Yeah, and I feel like it's up to you. You know, you learn that, so it's up to you to make that change, you know, whether you want to you know, embrace that, Mm -hmm. you know, become a better person or just live with that. Or just ignore it. Yeah, ignore it. People leaned real hard into alcoholism Yeah, uh, during the pandemic. Um, Leaned hard into it. I don't know. (laughs) I still, that's just, I don't don't relate. Now, with you being spiritual and looking inside, have you done any experimenting with like, uh, um, like mushrooms or any LSD or anything like that? I have not. I'm more into, like, natural stuff. Like, not getting high, but, like, you know, just eating fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, you know? (laughs) My brother come on here and just own me as a piece of shit. He's like, look, fat motherfucker. I'm not into this getting high shit. I eat fruit. (laughs) Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I know it sounds like really corny. No, it, but... no, it does, nothing sounds corny because like this, this space, it's like whatever people are into, mm-hmm. they're into. So it's not corny. I don't want you to think I'm shitting on you. It's just the way it came off. It's like, yo, fuck your weed. I'm eating salad. Like, 
Yeah, because, no, but go ahead, man. You know, you get different effects. You know, you know, shrooms are natural. You know, you you get a different effect, but also like people don't know that eating healthier really does something to you too. You know, it it changes you. You know, um, it goes from everything to like how you smell. You know what I mean? Like it. Different, there's different things to it. I will say, uh, I made it a point to mention it. When he got in the car, he actually smelled phenomenal. Um, so <laughs> keep eating your fruits, man. Thank you. You know, everything. You know, um, clear skin. You know, I got real deep into um, skincare routines, mm -hmm. um, hair, nails, stuff like that, you know. No, that's that's what's up, man. Do you fast at all? Do you do anything like that, any type of water fast? Or I tried it a couple of times. But, you know, I need to eat. So, it ain't no, for me. Okay, that's fair. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Now, is your diet always healthy? Is it always consistently healthy? Or? Oh, no, I cheat a lot. Sorry, I can't stay away from steak. A good steak, you know. Okay, okay. Just, so, <laughs> so, I don't know. It sounds like your healthy is a different healthy than mine. Because I said, do you still eat eat healthy? And you're like, I love steak. I was under the impression that was a solid food to eat. I thought that was good to go. So what? Well, it is good for you, but not all the time. You know, I I actually got rid of eating red meat. I haven't eaten um, red meat in like a couple months. Oh really? It's really just been fish and like um, chicken. Have you like felt that. a change in your body? Yeah, definitely. What what have you felt differently? Um, you know, like. Eating bad stuff, you know, like more red meat and stuff like that, um, you just like your body, you'll feel it in your body, like even, like the way you sleep, you know, like sometimes you'll get like pains and stuff, like waking up, um, you know, just like stomach aches all the time. I'll be honest, pains man, in your body. I primarily eat red meat mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's gotten to my brain but when I even think about taking red meat out of my diet, I get a little tinge of rage. Mm -hmm. I'm like, not my baby. Like, that's my sweetheart. If there wasn't red meat, I think I would be frail. Because, like, chickens, it's it's fine. Yeah. But it's not fucking meat. I want some <laughs> yeah. beef. You right, know? <laughs> right. You don't feel much of a difference. You just feel more healthier. Okay. To be honest. And like I said about the smells, that's a big thing, you know. Um Red meat makes your sweat smell different, but when you're not eating it, and even like applying cologne, I guess that's makes... one of the perks of being alone. <laughs> Don't have to worry about how you smell. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Um. You exercise? Yeah. Once in a while. Once in a while. Okay. Yeah. So you're not a, a strict regimen guy. I do a lot of walks. Okay. So yeah, that's mainly like my exercise. Like, I mean, doing photography. That's that's an exercise right there. You know, just going around shooting. Absolutely. So no, absolutely. Walk, being on my feet like 24-7. Now, do you do much traveling out, outside of the city? Um, Not really. Um, Well, one being like as soon as COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. So that, Um, but no, I, I want to, but probably like after this all dies down. Okay. I will. You, uh, you could take photographer, you, you could take photography. You can take pictures anywhere in the U.S. Where where are you going? Where's your dream spot in the U.S.? In the U.S. Hmm. 
And I, I'm sure you already have an answer prepared for my next question, it seems like. Not a specific place, but I can give you, like, a specific setting. Okay. So, like, mountainous areas. Mm-hmm. Um, that really, like, catches my eye a lot. Places where there's, like, a lot of, like, stones mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, like, places like the Grand Canyon. Okay. Stuff like that. Um, places like that and, like, deserts. Okay. So, those type of areas. That's a good look. World. Where where in the world? In the world. Hmm. I really want to go to, like, Alaska for some reason to take some pictures. I, I just feel like that would be pretty cool. My man had all of the U.S. Chose a setting. I said the world. He's like, we're going to keep it in the States. <laughs> we're going to um, keep it in the States. All right. Also, um... I can't get a passport anyways, bro. So I'm with you in spirit. Trying to think, but yeah, just like I said, like the mountainous areas, probably like anywhere in the world. To be honest, like I don't, I don't really got like certain places. I do want to just like travel around. I've always wanted to check out Japan. I feel oh like yeah, Japan. They got some wild architecture over mm-hmm. there, some interesting settings, and like I like the ancientness of it. Oh yeah, like because there's such a modern culture, but you can trace their roots, you know, thousands of years, and still see old shit. I really think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like their car scene over there. Okay. Um, I don't know too much about it. What what kind of car scene they got going on? Like low riders, like Subarus, BMWs, stuff like that. Is this a? Uh, is it like stereotypical, like too fast, too furious type stuff? Um, kind of. Okay. <laughs> that's that's really like how it is, to be honest. You got a lot of that here in the U.S. Places like Atlanta, stuff like that, with like a good car scene. Yeah, shout out to Chris Scriva. He's a big car guy and owned probably 97 different Dodge Neons. <laughs> I just went to a car show, um, what was it, like last week. Oh, where'd friend. they have it? Um, in Monroeville. Okay. So you've seen like a lot of uh, low riders, muscle cars, you know, stuff like that. Out in uh, Beaver County, throughout the summer, they have car shows in every little town out there. Mm-hmm. So they have Beaver Falls, New Brighton. And it's interesting, but it blows my mind because it's the same cars. Yeah. And just like, oh, now we're going to put the cars four miles this way because yeah. it's a different town. It's like, they're interesting, but I don't know. Cars are cool. It's just I don't have the luxury to, like, be into them. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's an expensive uh, hobby. Yeah. No. See, that's the thing, though. Almost any hobby you get oh, into, all expensive. the more you want to pursue it, the more expensive it gets. Um, have you found that with, uh, with photography, like outside of a camera, that's just your basic, you know, jump and go, (laughs) but what else type of tools do you use? Oh, I, I pay a lot of money. People think it's just the camera, but I actually pay a lot of money just doing photo shoots. And, you know, a lot of people wonder, you know, why you charge this amount, but they don't know, like what goes on behind it. You know, I have to pay for, um, my editing software, you know, I have to pay Photoshop, Adobe, mm-hmm. all that, um, new lenses. Um, if I want to use props in the shoot, I got to go pay for props. I got to pay for um, wardrobes. If I want to book a studio that day for a studio shoot, I got to pay that. So there's a, there's a lot to it. But you're available for bookings, right? Yeah. Well, let the people know where they can find you. Promote yourself. Well, I'm I'm on Instagram at the mind of Mateo and instead of an A it's mm. an X in Mateo good luck finding him yeah good luck finding me
It should be. You're probably gonna at me though, right? On the, I, I always, always. I will. Uh, yeah, so. I'll put the the uh, Instagram on the episode description too. Yeah, you'll it find just, me there. <laughs> I can't seem to tag you in anything. Like yeah. anytime I'm on Instagram or even Facebook, I know you don't use it much, but you're on there. I can't tag you for nothing. Yeah. I don't know why, man. But yeah, you'll you'll find me on there. I have my website on there in my bio. What's your website? The Mind of Mateo. But um, I forgot my password. Oh. So my, so I have to make a new one. So a new website will—it's in the works. New so website's coming. New website is coming. So you said it was Mental Health Awareness Month. Then uh, next month, beginning of next month is Mental and Health Awareness. You plan on working on some projects on that? Definitely, yeah. Because you know I struggled with mental health myself, and I know what it's like, and I want to bring that experience to my work, and I want them to like. So I want them to like feel what it's like through my work. Mm-hmm. What it like a day in the life of a someone with mental health issues. What uh, mental health issues have you experienced? Um, I had mild depression, mm-hmm. which I got over. You know, healed myself from that. Um, and some bad anxiety. Okay. So now, do you still have that anxiety? And if you do, how do you either treat it or deal with it? I have. A little bit of anxiety. It's not as bad as it was. But um, a lot of times when I'm working with like other people, I'll get bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, and this is the point where they say John doesn't care about mental health. <laughs> um, I do. But I also think a, no- uh, a certain level of anxiety is normal. Mm-hmm. I also think it's healthy, too, in a new experience, an overwhelming experience. You shouldn't be fully calm in everything you're doing. Oh, yeah. You know, I know when I'm going into a situation, I'm feeling anxiety. A lot of times, it's for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, I I tend to chase that. Like, I feel like it's difficult to grow if you never leave your comfort zone. Yeah. And it just sounds like when people talk, and this is not everybody, so if it's not you, don't fucking send me a message. Um it feels like a lot of people are like, oh, I have anxiety. I've got to get help. Like, be a little nervous. Live a little in the moment. Oh, yeah. Feel something. Definitely. Oh, man. But, and you know, everybody's mental health is different. You know, we, we care about that here on Inquisitive Minds very much. Um, reach out. You know, talk to somebody. Call somebody. Everyone has a different experience, too. And also, on top of that, not everyone can be the rock for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if your friends cannot deal with your mental health issues, that doesn't make them bad friends. That makes them human. Yeah. You know, not everyone knows how to deal with it. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're all dealing with some stuff. Yeah. You know, and I'm also um, a safe platform to hit up too. Yes. So if you guys want to hit me up, Mateo is safe. About some stuff. Just hit me up anytime. Yeah. Um, I've told many people. I've talked to many people. I will help you out as much as I can. Definitely. Even if it's just a shoulder to cry on. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather rather hear you complain about it than go to your service. Definitely. Amen mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. No. Um, we've all lost people. It's rough. <laughs> Give some cheer to the kids, man. What, 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 what kept you going when you were depressed? You know, you always got to know that like there's like a way out of it. You know, there's always a bright side. I'm going to push back a little bit, Matt, because I dealt with some severe depression. Mm -hmm. And for a while there, 
I didn't think there was any way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to see that, even oh, that, ha- that pinhole really, at the end of the mm-hmm. tunnel. It's really hard to see, and it, it's hard to deal with. But, like, in the end, there will be a way out. Yeah. You know? It's almost like it's you got to take a little, to, le- but... little leap of faith. Yeah. To be like, just believe that there's a possibility that things will be okay. And and there, you just got to have faith in everything, to be honest. Definitely. And, you know, just become closer with yourself. You know what I mean? You got to love yourself. It starts with yourself. I like that. So. Love yourself. It starts with yourself. I know that's like a trending topic, self-love, but, you know, it's 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 real. I mean, it's true. <clears throat> it's true. Like, some of us are hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I'm incredibly hard on myself. Yeah. But I also love the shit out of myself. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know, like, you got to take care of yourself, too. Mm-hmm. It's rough. I don't know, man. Hey, but you know what? I appreciate you coming on. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Again... One more time, let the people know where they can find you for bookings, anything like that. Yeah, just um, on Instagram at the Mind of Mateo. Um, you can book me through there. That's probably the most like efficient way to book me because that's where I'm at most of the time is on Instagram. So yeah, is, on there. is there anything else you want people to know, or anything that you're doing that you want to put out there into the universe, let the world know? Um, you know, like I said, you know, just be true to yourself, do what you love at the end of the day, and you'll go far. You know, don't care about, you know, what everyone else has to say. Just keep doing what you love. I love it, man. I love that message. Um, I'm living it myself. It's beautiful when I see other people living it. Um, A couple things before we get out of here. Shout out to Sarah Hayes. Just got a copy of her book, uh, The Invisible Monster. She'll be coming back on in the future. Can't wait to look forward to reading that. I'm really excited about that. Congrats to her, though. First book out there. First one's always the hardest, or so they say. Um, This podcast is also sponsored by Tenacious Detail, your mobile detailing solutions for Pittsburgh and the surrounding area. Give us a call at 724-498-9942 or check us out at facebook.com slash tenaciousdetailpgh. Now offering 20% off to all service members and rideshare drivers. Schedule your appointment today. Also, check out Murderous States of Mind with me and Daniel Brady. Uh, Wonderful new podcast all about serial killers, death, murder, all that crazy shit. Check us out. I don't know, Matt. It was a pleasure having you on today, man. Obviously, I've known you since you were a little fella. Uh, Watched you grow up. And, like, I've got ten siblings myself. I've got, well, I've got nine. I've got six yeah. brothers and three sisters. I don't talk to everyone every day. Yeah. You know, my sister Amber, I haven't talked to her in fucking years. I don't talk to you every day. Aaron, Rick, whatever. But I want them all to know that I love everybody. You know, um, I will say, though, Matt has quickly uh, risen stock up as a, as a potential favorite sibling just for the fact that none of you motherfuckers are tattooed up and out there creating art. You're all boring, living your nine-to-fives, raising families and shit. You know, shout out to you for having kids, but anybody could do that. <laughs> I don't know. Again, thank you, Mateo. Um, peace and love, everybody. Have a good weekend.